Hey y'all, this is Be Wendy Bob, your lovely host with Empower to Empower You podcast. Listen, before you listen to the show, I wanted to quickly check in with you. Have you purchased the books, Empowerment for You, Encouragement for Your Emotional and Spiritual Wellness, and the Empower to Empower You workbook? If you have not, please visit bewendy.com and get your resources today. You can also find those on Amazon. You could just search my name, Be Wendy Bob, and they will come up. If you have received and if you have purchased those resources, those amazing resources for you, would you do me a favor? Would you write a review on Amazon and share how these books have been a blessing to you, how they've added value to your lives? I really want to hear from you. How are the books helping you? What are you learning from the books? Share your takeaways with me. Share it, share it on the review. Listen, I would love for you to do that for me. And also don't forget to rate and review the podcast. All right, let's get to the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Empowered to Empower You podcast. This is your lovely host, Miss B. Wendy Bob. I'm so glad and so thankful that you decided to tap into this podcast. You could be listening to any episode right now, but you decided to spend some time with me. And I hope that wherever you are in the world, that you are well, you are safe, and you are warm, um, or just feeling good, right? And I just pray, I, I speak blessings over you and your family today. Um, welcome to episode number 108. For those of you who've been following me since January 2020, thank you so much. I hope that you're sharing the episodes to someone. If you have not subscribed, feel free to subscribe. If you have not put a rating on the episode, feel free to you know post a rating, post a review. Uh, if you would, that would be that would just make my heart smile because this helps other people to find the episodes. I want to remind you that. Empower to Empower You podcast is about all things Jesus Christ, wellness, anything to help you thrive and be the better version of yourself. The previously recorded episode was number 107, which was overcoming postpartum depression with Mrs. Lauren Hudson, another LCSW, licensed clinical social worker. Today, I am so excited and so honored that I get to share um, and I get to have a conversation with Mrs. Angela, Miss Angela Thompson. Um, this is episode 108 as we talk about travel social work. Angela Thompson is a licensed independent clinical social worker and a <clears throat> substance abuse professional. For over five years, she has successfully worked as a travel medical social worker in various healthcare settings throughout the United States. She enjoys assisting other social workers getting into the exciting field of travel social work. Listen, I'm I'm so excited to have Angela here. Uh, Travel social work has been an interest of mine for years, but for some reason, I just have not done it yet. So I look forward to having her. I'm so excited to have her today. And Angela, welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for having me today. I'm just looking forward to sharing some information about travel social work. It's a great field. Yes, yes. Well, talk to us about, you know, how you your journey as a social worker and how did you land in, in travel social work? It's such a specific area for sure. All right, so I've been working as a social worker since 2014. So I started out in child protective services, working as a child um, abuse and neglect investigator. Um, that was my first job out of grad school. It was 
a great experience. It was it was something for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I um, I did that work for six months, and I found out it was not my ministry in social work. Um, it can be a tough job. Um, burnout is real, even in six months. It was very challenging, um, and I decided to pursue a different area of social work group. And shout out to all the CPS social workers. Um, you all are blessings. You are doing great work out here. It's hard work, but someone has to do the job. Um, so then I transitioned on to medical social work. Um, working as like a psych liaison in the ER, getting patients placed in inpatient psych or providing resources and support. Um, as I was doing that job, I was feeling like I'm getting great experience, but there has to be more opportunities out there because um, that job was also challenging and I was being felt like underpaid um, in social work and that can make it hard as well. So I just started internet searching just different opportunities opportunities in social work and I came across travel social work and I was like oh my gosh I've never heard of this before I knew that you know nurses could do travel but I never ever thought that social workers would have the opportunity to do such work so that just intrigued me um I reached out to a recruiter and I was like, I'm very interested in this. What do I have to do to start? Um, he said, you need at least a year in medical social work doing discharge planning um, before we can start sending out your application to um, different companies or hospitals. So mm -hmm. I said, say less, I'm going to get this experience. <laughs> and I said, I'll be contacting you in a year. I'm going to do this. And that's exactly what I did. I got my experience at that hospital contacted him, started the process. He submitted me for a job um, in San Francisco, mm. had the interview and they made an offer the same day. So I was like, oh my gosh, this is happening. This is happening. So two weeks later, I was on the plane heading to San Francisco to start my travel journey. That was April, 2016. Oh my gosh, that is amazing. So when you were mm -hmm. at the hospital, how long had you been working there before you reached out, before you realized there has to be more for me? I am not getting paid. Like, how long were you there? I was there probably a couple of months, I'll say. Maybe not six months, but mm -hmm. it was a couple of months. And I was just, just like, I want to start looking and seeing what other opportunities are out here. Um, and so I ended up working there a year and four months before I actually took my travel assignment. That is, yes. that is awesome. What what has been the most, I mean, so that was 2016. Your first, mm -hmm. first um, destination was San Francisco. Had you been to San Francisco before? I had never been to San Francisco. I didn't know anyone in San Francisco. I was scared. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Like my friends, they were like, so you're quitting your job to work a temporary job across the country they like you don't know anybody there I'm like nope yeah. I was like and you leave in two weeks yep I leave in two weeks I'm, I'm going <laughs> like no. they're just like okay um but my parents thankfully they came out with me they were like you're not going out here by yourself you don't know anybody so they stayed with me for two weeks and it was a vacation for them they were able to do sightseeing they had never been to san francisco mm -hmm. um so i just enjoy having their company there to be able to explore um mm -hmm. it was great and um it's such a small world because 
um, one of my sorority sisters, she told me, um, she said, I know someone, I know someone, she's out there, she's on her first travel assignment in San Francisco, I'll connect y'all. And turns out we had met each other a couple of years back. She still had my number and her phone. And like, she's one of my very good friends now. Like I was just in her wedding, but it's just such a small world. Um, Cause I ended up meeting other travelers from Alabama or from the South and we were able to connect. And I was just like, God, thank you. That is so, I just love how paths get aligned. I just love mm-hmm. aligning your steps of order that is so awesome so mm-hmm. I cannot imagine how that must have felt just going it sounds like you were ready for the adventure and you mm-hmm. were excited about the adventure but at the same time you were internally freaking out about what am I what am I what am I doing like I'm about to travel to I don't know what I'm doing I'm thankful that your parents were able to go with you but I cannot mm-hmm. imagine what it would what it would have been like if you had no one to go with you can you have you thought about I'm sure you thought about that yeah, it, I, um, I would have just had to do it. I would have had to suck it up <laughs> and figure yeah. my way out. Because you were sure, going. <laughs> but I was going for yeah. sure. And I yeah. just remember like my company, they put me in a really nice hotel mm-hmm. by the beach. And I just remember driving from the um, apartment to the beach and seeing the sun over the um, ocean. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe this is going to be my home for the next three months like I did not ever envision myself living in California and then being able to live you know that way it was just like what is going on wow so yes I'm already envisioning myself there okay (laughs) Uh, (laughs) where where have you like okay so it's 2016 San Francisco where have Mm -hmm. you been since then what other cities and states have you been so I ended up working in San Francisco because they asked me to extend. So I was there for five months. Um, and then my second assignment was in San Diego. And I was super excited. It just seemed like when I interviewed for that position that it just felt like I should be there. Because I also was thinking about an opportunity in Florida. But something said San, San Diego, San Diego, that's where you're supposed to be. And um, had the interview for the position and went well. They made an offer and it was a six-month assignment. So I was like, yes, I'm going to San Diego. I can't wait. Didn't know anyone in San Diego. Only visited there as a child because my brother was in the Navy. He was stationed there. Mm-hmm. So I was like, wow, okay, another city. I don't know anyone, but I'm going to go. Um, this time, no one came with me. My parents didn't come with me. I said, don't worry about it. I'll figure it out. And um it just worked out. I started kind of, I joined meetup, meetup.com. I joined a group there. Um, what was it? Like young black professionals group. And they always have like different outings, like brunch, dinner, networking events. And I just found my people there. <laughs> I found my group of friends through this group. And, you know, we were able to just do a lot of cool things throughout the um, city. And I ended up staying in San Diego for a year. But they asked me to extend. Yeah, so I went there for a year, went to Stockton, California for I think three months. Then I came back to San Diego to the same position for a year and four months. Um, yeah, so left there, went to, um, had an assignment in um, Southern Maryland, La Plata, Maryland. Um, I was there for about five months. Mm-hmm came home for a little bit um so I've been in DC I was there for about five months 
um, Houston, three months, Lakeland, Florida, three months, and now I'm in Phoenix for three months. That is amazing. And one of the things that I love about us as social workers is that we're very resourceful, right? So it, mm-hmm. it surprised me that you were, you took on the adventure and you said, I'm going to meet new people. I'm going to explore. I'm going to jump out there and just, and just take yeah. it because that's, 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 that's who we are. That's what we do. Um, it, yeah, doesn't, that's so true. it doesn't come, it doesn't come easy for some people, especially if, if a person is an introvert, right? But um, I, absolutely. I'm that for sure so overall what has been your most rewarding experience out of all of the um, out of out of the experiences and out of the assignments what has been the most rewarding you would say um just overall just being able to grow professionally um like I've been able to obtain my clinical license throughout my time of travel because I thought I would have to choose like wow, am I going to just have to stay at home and work and get my hours? Or can I travel and still get my hours? Like, I was like, well, if I wait to get my hours, I may never travel. I may change my mind. So I was like, I need to take this route. But it worked out well. I was able to do both. Um, So just growing professionally and personally, like my time in San Diego uh, really showed me that you know, even though you're bouncing around, if you have some t- internal issues that you need to work on, those issues will follow you. <laughs> they will not stay <laughs> when you left. So um, it really opened up the opportunity for me to work on myself and to grow and get therapy. Um, and I met an amazing therapist in San Diego who really worked with me. And I was just, I'm internally grateful for that opportunity. That's so good. I love that this became a really purposeful journey for you. It wasn't just mm-hmm. I'm taking this job just to get a job, just to travel, but but it right. became very purpose. It probably started out that way, but it became very purposeful mm-hmm. for you for sure. Yeah. Definitely. So, hmm, what a, what is there anything that you wish you knew? I mean, back then, 2016, gosh, I didn't even hear about travel social work. We didn't really hear of, of that happening as much. Is what do you think you you wish you knew then that you know now mm, right that's a very good point I didn't know any other travel social workers I searched social media I found someone on LinkedIn but she wasn't extremely open to answer my questions um so I would say just overall the tax issue well not issue but taxes um that became an issue for me because I filled out some paperwork incorrectly it almost cost me a lot of money that I was not supposed to pay in taxes so um, I probably should have looked into getting a CPA earlier in my travel career so I always recommend that make sure you get someone who's well versed in doing um, taxes for travelers because you know you're working in different states and things like that Mm -hmm. um let me see anything else everything's pretty much flowed I feel like the way it should have and I learned as I was going along the journey and I'm still learning so sure what are three to five things and I may be jumping ahead and if if this is about (laughs) your book we'll talk about your book but what are three to five things that you would say that social workers need to know about this field and, and and just preparing themselves for doing this um I would say before you start, have some type of savings, a cushion, because things can happen, contracts can fall through. So um, you want to make sure you have some savings lined up before you start the journey. 
Um, I would also say be flexible. You're going to have to be flexible. You're going to have to roll with the punches. You may get to a facility and think you're going to be doing this. And they may say, well, we're going to float you around. You're going to do this or your schedule may change a little bit. So you may have to be flexible um, at these places and, you know, just be a quick learner. Um, you're coming into a facility. You may have to learn a new um, EMR, electronic medical record system. So you have to be open to learning. Um, what else would I say? Um, that's a lot. <laughs> um, well, that's, that's a good list. I, I, you know, yeah. the savings account, just having an emergency fund or uh, mm -hmm. maybe expenses for the next few months, just in case something were to happen, because things will happen, it sounds like. Mm -hmm. I heard you say the flexibility, being able to adjust, um, being able to get up and move. It sounds like if they told you that there's an opportunity and you have to leave next week, being able to have the, the ability to and the capacity to be able to, to, to go. And uh, I heard you say being a quick learner because you're going into new environments. But from my understanding, you're going into new environments, but they're expecting you to come in. As, as kind of an expert in your field. They are. Yeah. Yeah. Now that's, now, that's very important. If you're going to work on assignment where you're in a hospital setting doing discharge planning, not like the behavior health part, but if you're discharge planning, making sure that you're providing a safe place for your patients to go, they expect that you have a good understanding of that. Um, so I would say you need to have a strong skill set before you decide to travel if you're planning to do case management discharge cleaning because they will offer minimal training pretty much just to get you trained on their uh emr system but other than that they expect that you know what you're doing um i've been on assignments where i've had to do training for staff that they're hiring permanently because mm -hmm. they they have the confidence that you know discharge planning and that you're able to um you know train staff so it's that's very important piece Sure, sure. And what do you think, what do you think is, um, what are the types of experiences? I hear a lot about medical social work. Mm -hmm. Is that the only experience that one can achieve with this, with these um, opportunities? No. So we have the medical part where you're doing case management, discharge planning on the floor. Then you have kind of like the behavior health where you may run groups and things. You also have home health. So you can do home health in different um, areas. I worked two home health assignments, really enjoyed those. Um, some may offer hospice. I don't see a lot of hospice. I see more home health than that. Um, and then you have school social work assignments. So there are some agencies that specifically staff for school. Mm -hmm. um, I've never worked a school social work assignment, but they are available. And then you have dialysis. If you're a dialysis social worker, there are opportunities there as well. Mm -hmm. And you've just been focused on the, you, it sounds like you've been more focused on the medical social work. Mm -hmm. Is that preference sure. related or just comfort? Yeah, preference because that's what pretty much my experience is in the medical social work area. I've never worked in like a school setting uh, with social work. So I just kind of prefer to do this yeah. area, but there, there's a need for school social work assignments. I've been seeing those. Yes, yes, yes. Awesome. So let's talk about, you know, um, let me ask you this. Has has it been hard to 
or how has it been with navigating when you started, there was no pandemic. <laughs> right. So mm-hmm. How has it been in the midst of, you know, this, this environment? Well, when the pandemic started, I was a little concerned because I know some hospitals were like laying off at the time because the census was kind of, oh no, it was just weird. Yeah. So I didn't know. I was like, I don't know what the travel assignments. I'm like, my recruiter was like, it's getting a little dry right now. We don't have anything available. Um, but I was able to get an assignment like um, March of 2020 and I worked that one for five months. And then I really didn't have an issue securing any assignments after that. Right now, there are so many travel social work assignments available. So, yes, like more than I've ever seen. Like when I started before the pandemic, there weren't as many assignments. So you kind of felt like I have to take this because, you know, I don't know when something will be available again. But now it's totally different. Um, We have a lot of more, uh, a lot of agency staffing for travel social work um, assignments. So, it should not be an issue <laughs> to get your first assignment because there's so many assignments available. Um, so that's a great thing, job security. That's really good to hear. So for people who are listening, who may be wondering, what do I want to do? I'm the, they're hearing horror stories about passing a a licensure exam. Well, and and let me ask this too, as I'm saying this, what yeah. level of license does a person have to have to? To get started, do you recommend for social workers mm-hmm. or SW? Do they have to be clinically licensed, LCSW? Mm-hmm. Good question. So some assignments do require a license, but not necessarily a LCSW. Um, when I started travel, I had my LMSW. Um, and certain states did not require like require it. Like California did not require me to be licensed in California. It helped that I had a license in another state, but it wasn't required. Um, And a lot of social workers are traveling with their MSWs and are not currently licensed, but they can only be submitted for assignments that are not requiring a license. Um, There's certain areas, it's different. Um, I know DC, I had to have my MSW in hand before my recruiter could submit me for a position there. Um, Same with Maryland. I had to have my MSW there um, before I could start. So I think with the pandemic, some states have been kind of waiving having the license in their state Um, because my current assignment, I was not required to have a license here in Arizona. Um, So you don't necessarily have to have a license to travel, but it can open up more opportunities if you are licensed because you can get um, licensed in a different state by endorsement. Okay, so people don't have to, and that's good to hear. I don't know what is what it is for counselors, LPCs. I don't know what it is for any other license. Um, but that's good to hear because I think sometimes people think, do I have to go get licensed in all these states in order for me to apply for these assignments? Or the recruiter will kind of, it sounds like the, the recruiter will kind of guide the process and in, 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 mm-hmm. in what you need to do. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, they'll let you know if you need a license or not for certain assignments. You can be proactive. Like um, I knew that I wanted to take an assignment in Texas. This was before the pandemic. So I decided to go ahead and start the process to get my Texas license. And then like a year later, um, my recruiter submitted me for an assignment that required a license in Texas. So I was like, yeah, I already have it. <laughs> I already, you know, I've done the work there. That's good. This is very helpful and very good to know. Um, talk, let's, let's jump, let's jump, let's dive into 
you've been doing this for five years and I'm, I thank you for being willing. You said something earlier that you reached out to someone and that person wasn't open. And unfortunately, unfortunately that does happen so often that some mm-hmm. people are not willing to share their knowledge. And, mm-hmm. it, and I appreciate that you are in position. You're learning a lot and you are in position and you want mm-hmm. to help other social workers know about this opportunity and not only do you want them to know but you you're helping them you're providing coaching um i heard through through the grapevine you wrote a book so tell Mm -hmm. us about your coaching and 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 how you assist social workers um how are you how are they finding you how are you um and then tell us more about your book as well okay so you can find me on instagram at travel social work coach Um, In my bio, you'll find a link to my website where I have free um, 15-minute consultation where you can ask your questions and hopefully I have an answer for you. Um, And if you're wanting like more in-depth coaching, I have that available um, where when you start the process, I'll be able to support you, help you out with your contract. If it's something that's missing, okay, we can say, hey, you need to go back to your recruiter. You need to Make sure you have this in your contract. Um, even just locating housing, supporting you there because it can be stressful. Like your first assignment, you can feel overwhelmed. It's a lot to think about. So I just want to be able to provide support from the beginning and throughout um, your assignment so you don't feel alone. Because there's some things I wish I had along the way that support um, for sure. Um, I would recommend the book if you're thinking about getting into travel. It is a guide basically telling you the type of experience that you would need, the documents that you would need to start gathering to build your portfolio so that, you know, when you start talking with the recruiter, you have everything available to them when you can start thinking about who will provide a reference for you, um, even thinking about what type of agencies you want to reach out to. Like if you want to do school assignments, I have a list of staffing agencies that say, you know, school social work assignments. Um, or medical social work assignments, um, even strike um, strike assignments. So um, the book has a sample contract, sample like packing list, skills checklist. It has has a few things in it (laughs) that I think would be helpful and things I wish I had along the way um, for sure. And you can find my book on Amazon. Um, and even if you go to my Instagram link, it's on my website. It has a link to Amazon where you can purchase the book, ebook, or paperback. What is the name of the book? Oh, yeah. Y'all need to know that, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you want to be a travel social worker, say less. I love it. I appreciate that you, that, that you have this resource available for people um, who are interested in this field or who did not even know that they're interested until they learn about it. I'm sure there are lots of people who are trying to figure out what do I want to do with my life? Now I have my MSW. I don't know if I want to have a practice. I don't know if I want to just settle, settle down right now. And this is such a great, this is, I thank you so much for this resource. I'm definitely, I'm going to get the book because I'm interested. (laughs) Thank you for your support. I appreciate it. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. So you want to be a travel social worker, say less. So y'all heard her. 
and you can get this book on Amazon. So you want to be a travel social worker, say less. I love it. And also they can follow you at travel social worker on IG, travel, travel social worker coach. Did you say travel social worker coach or travel social worker? Um, Instagram is um, travel social work coach. Travel social work coach. Okay, yeah. got it. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Travel social coach. Great. Well, is there any, I mean, you share, I, I believe everything is in your book. It sounds like everything what people need to know about travel social work. I love the fact I'm excited that you've listed recruiting agencies. You've categorized it for different assignments. You have school assignments, um, behavior health, mm-hmm. all the things that somebody needs to know. So they just need to be directed to your book or to your IG page. So I thank you Yay. so much, Angela. Oh my goodness. I'm excited. Thank I'm excited. You. One final question. And for people yeah. who, are, who are wondering, hey, I want to do this, but Number I, I asked it's two parts. I have okay. I have a practice, right? And so how mm-hmm. have you heard of travel social workers doing this while maintaining their private practices? That is a great question. Um, so for me, since I have my LCSW, I have been doing teletherapy um with teledoc. So even on travel assignments, I'm still able to see my clients in the evening. It can be a lot, but if you're dedicated to, you know, still providing your services outside of your travel assignments, it can definitely be done. So I see my clients in the evenings, maybe one or two in the evening. And sometimes I may utilize um, a day, one day out of my weekend um, to seeing clients. So um it kind of depends on your caseload you know you may have a lower caseload when you're on the assignment because it's only so many hours in a day right. you still have to make time for yourself so you may have to kind of work on decreasing your caseload a little bit while you're on assignment but it can certainly be done okay how what's the max of clients you've been able to see on a week on a week right now i'm seeing probably like five to six during the week but at some points I was seeing like probably like well maybe like eight or nine a week yeah so it just kind of it depends yeah we'll talk talk offline but and then the the final question is if somebody who's thinking about this and they're like their ears are perked, their eyebrows are raised, and they're thinking, how do I do this? I have a family. Mm-hmm. Is that possible? It's possible. Um, you have to kind of think of creative ways, um, thinking about maybe the age of your, your children, like if they're smaller, you know, they, they can travel with you, or if you have the support, someone that can come along with you to you know provide child care or if you travel to a city where you have family available who who can provide some support to you um if you have um, school age kids and you're interested in like maybe school travel assignments maybe you can put them in the school system there where they have some stability if you're able to work the entire school year um so there there are ways that you can travel like with having a family and a supportive partner and things. That's awesome. 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 
Well, Angela, thank you, thank you, thank you so much yes. for sharing your knowledge, your expertise. I am so excited for, for you and how you've been thriving in this opportunity. Um, the sky is not the limit. I can thank hear you. that, right? And I cannot wait to share your book with, with my audience and just blast it all over the, all over the net. And, and I can't wait to get it myself. And, and I'm, I'm going to be in touch with you for sure. But thank you so much. Thank you so much for the opportunity. I really appreciate it. And like I said, travel is a very exciting field. And mm -hmm. there's enough for anyone who has the skill set and who's ready to take their skills on the road, you can do it. Yes, thank you. Well, y'all, please connect with Angela. Again, I'll put her information in the, in the show notes. You can connect with her at Travel Social Work Coach on IG. Um, you'll see her website. Get her book. Share this with somebody else who is a social worker or a counselor. I don't know the requirements for a counselor, but share this with somebody who wants to have different, unique experiences. There's so many opportunities with being a social worker. I absolutely love being a social worker. And by the time you hear this, March is a time where we recognize and we celebrate social work month. So this is a perfect um, opportunity to spotlight Angela and the work that she's doing. And I will be back next time with an amazing episode. Talk to you all later. Have a great week on purpose.